Hey guys, welcome back to Take One. This is your host, Justin Barnett. I'm trying something different. I'm currently at home and I don't have my microphone, so I'm using my iPhone mic to record. Apparently it works. Uh, comment below if you like the, the quality of this compared to my other mic. Um, this doesn't have any post-processing, so it's very raw, but um, this is something I've had on my mind, and I spent the last year um, out in LA just trying this out. Um, and there is a thing um, that goes around. It's you know right after college, don't immediately go into the workplace, but you should try your luck and see if you can make it out in LA for a year and see where that goes. And um, after trying it. I tried a lot of things. Um, I tried startups. I tried acting. I tried modeling, and I spent some time working a dead end job and you know going through the works. And out of all of this, I I learned a lot. Um, there's there's three main lessons. The first one is pretty straightforward. Um, there's a lot of um, and it's about the startups and apps. Um, there's a lot of beliefs going around that to make it rich all you really need to do is just have a good idea and make an app um i just wanted to talk about that um i I spent time hanging out with people that built really great products and really great apps and um what i learned is that a lot of times what makes an app really great and successful is not the idea, the idea is replaceable. The idea is really replaceable. Um, I've I've crashed and burned a lot of times, and I've got some minor successes. But the money in apps is there. Really, is not that much money. There is apps are really good for doing services and providing like an easy website, but just purely apps is it's not there. Um, to sell people you need people and the apps that make it big are the ones that have a guy who has a lot of connections and just pouring in money and getting investors and those investors are investing and money's just coming in they're just giant hustles and um they're the biggest the biggest misconception is that that's just from one idea it's never one idea it's the idea the execution the money, the investors coming in, which leads to more teams and bigger teams, which leads to more investors, which leads to bigger teams. And eventually you have a business model that becomes a app that is huge. Airbnb, Uber, all of these follow this business model. And some of them IPO, some of them don't. Um, some of them are quote unquote disruptive, which just means that it's a different business model. And a player just comes out of nowhere and is operating at lower operating costs than the other big players, hotels in this case. So hotels are forced to innovate in order to stay competitive. And all these are just buzzwords for basically saying right person, right investor, right business model, right time, just luck. A lot of it is luck. Um, and it's really about the person who can sell the investor, um, not about the idea. Uh, I had to learn this one the hard way, <laughs> but came out stronger because of it. And the second one, acting and modeling is not a real career. 
and a lot of actors are gonna really hate me for saying that but acting is not a real career modeling is not a real career it's you're at the bottom of the food chain for both of those respective agent industries director it's glamorous it looks glamorous on the surface but in acting you have the producer the executive producer the people with the money followed by the director which basically is the ceo of the production every movie's kind of like a startup it's a bet uh, you put in a bunch of money and you hope that it does well in the box office and make your money back uh, you have the director then you have the assistant director you have the producer you have the executive producer you have the assistants you have the agents and then at the very bottom you have the actor you really have no control you're just saying lines and um it's funny that if you go to Allen la you are one of the crowd you really don't have a chance if you go through an mfa at least you go through some filtering but really it's you can go through an mfa and never get any work uh, you you could do that and just never get any work. It's really about who you know and your connections. You have to be well connected in the industry and have to shake hands with the right people in order to make it out there. And there's a statistic: ninety two percent of all actors are are jobless at one time. Eight percent are working constantly. There's money in acting, but you have to know the right people to get in and doesn't matter if you have a good look if you have all that going for you if you don't make the right friends and meet the right people you're never going to get it because acting is at the bottom of the totem pole in that industry if you have no other prospects you should act i i I really believe that and same with modeling modeling even more so modeling at least acting has a barrier to entry you have to know how to act modeling you just have to be pretty and there's a lot of pretty people out there you're working for agencies which sell you out to brands and all those agencies and agents are really trying to appease the the companies trying to hire them so um yeah agency uh modeling is even more so you have no power you're you're literally just a revolving door you go into an agency agency manages 40 different models for whatever look they're going for their height, their weight, their their ethnicity, whether you're Asian, you're white, you're mixed, and you're black, you're 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 looked, you have an intense fashion look, do you look different? And then they sell you out to the agencies and all of this all of this is really about your attention, how big you how big you can be, your image, the the image you protrude to other people. And that's what you get hired off of. Um, when you have a good image, then people want to hire you and have you represent their brand. And you can build that on your own. That's that's what they're looking for. It's all about how many people you can influence and how many people trust you. And during this entire time, I thought I personally thought that it was all about how the way you looked, which honestly, it doesn't matter. The way you look doesn't matter. As long as you're hot enough then and you can fit into that group, then you're good. It's really about your followers and how many people you can influence with your look. And Instagram is both good and bad. 
it's been it's really it finally gave like a metric to the modeling and acting industry you if you don't have a high enough follower count then you basically prove out that not that too many people follow you and not too many people like you. So if even if they put you out on a billboard, you're not going to get a lot of conversions. That's that's what they're looking for. They're looking for money. Um, beauty, you can't pay bills with beauty. It's it's hard. <laughs> you can try. If you're a girl, you could trade sex for beauty, but that's a different story. And um, yeah, uh, don't get any ideas, girls. It's you're better than that. But um, yeah. Um, it's been a been a crazy year. Um, I think I I I finished my last official work um, mid twenty eighteen. Since then, I've just been sort of trying this out. Finally, realized it's not for me. Um, around early twenty twenty, and now I'm just returning to the workforce and a little burnt out. But you know, a lot of really good lessons. Um, how to deal with a lot of rejection. Dealt been broke a couple times poor in a weird spot in my life um feeling sad i'm 25 single still living with my parents we're living with my parents again so not ideal but you know it's i'm, I'm happy i tried I know that later in my life i'll never get to try this so i'm happy i went through it once um sucks that i'm in this position but you know it's anxiety and stress and thinking about all those other people out there um, doesn't make me feel any better. And honestly, I think I think we're all a little unhappy. I, I think we're all just looking for something we can't have. And when we do get it, we realize it's not what we wanted and we just keep on looking. Whether um, you're in a relationship, you're not in a relationship, you know. I haven't been in a relationship, a long-term relationship in a really long time, but there's always that honeymoon phase where you're just so into each other, and then after a while, it just becomes a normal, and then love fades, and you go back to the drawing board, and you just keep on keep on looking for the thing you want. You find another people, find yourself, but you now finding that just bliss, it's really hard. It's it's work, you know, it's, um, it's work. You, you can't just be pl- complacent in a relationship. It's, that's how relationships die. Um, that's how anything dies. Once you get complacent, things decline because you just don't care that much anymore. It could be your, your work, your job, your, your company, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your family, it's anything, your, your pet, you you get complacent, then doesn't bring joy anymore. It's six fundamental human needs. So the need for certainty, the need for uncertainty, the need for love and contribution, the need for spirituality, the need for growth, and the need for um, love and contribution are separate. So six, uh, six fundamental needs. And a lot of times when you you get comfortable in a relationship the need for contribution sort of lets go to the wayside and then you don't build on your relationship anymore there's nothing left to build you you get tapped out on experiences you get tapped out on your current situation and you you stall out and um in the grand scheme of things you're always growing this entire system is built for growth but when you're defined out by somebody else's scope then you can't really grow on your own 
and that's when things stall out because you might be growing but you're growing at a rate that's barely noticeable you can't make huge jumps anymore and um that's that's the cost of um stability that's the cost of stability those huge jumps don't matter anymore because you're just slowly inching towards that next thing you know you're you're slowly moving forward um and it's, it's that's the cost of perfection that's the cost of specialization you get really good at one thing but the cost of getting there is towards the end it gets really slow it gets really slow there's a curve um i encourage you to look it up it's really interesting it's um the speed of learning curve and basically to sum it up it's it's, it's hyperbolic i think it's exponential but it's or logarithmic it's exponential up to a point and then it gets slower so the first 80 percent is actually really easy to learn and then the last 20 percent is where everything slows down it takes a really long time to get there so 80 percent of the work is really easy and then the last 20 percent takes dealt in like diligence and intelligence to get there so um when anytime you're perfecting something it's all about perseverance and intelligence and sticking it out and until the end and and that's where that's where the big money is if you're specializing in something the only other way is if you're a generalist you just sort of get enough things to put things together but at that point you still need to keep on working until you can you can uh, you can get it perfected because people pay for perfection people don't pay for a half-assed job um and that's just the way it is but yeah uh, sum it all up um yeah nothing comes quickly everything everything takes work and generation y especially is um more 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 wishy-washy about that they they expect a lot of things to hand to them um and acting and modeling is not a real job i'm i'm sorry a lot of actors are gonna gonna hate that um i know i can already think of five or six that would hate me and argue with me acting and modeling seems like a job when you're in it but it's nothing you can build a career off of it's too unstable it's, it's more of a gig economy and you know those movie deals sound cool where you're getting five or six for a big movie and you like win a big bid big project but come on you get maybe like at most three or four of those in your lifetime and other than that you're just living off of that which you might make like 20 30 mil in your lifetime and that might go to like maybe five to ten actors at most. It's really not that much. You can make more just working. <laughs> really, though, you can make a lot more working. If you have no nothing else to do, then pursue acting and modeling. Maybe on the sides, work a work a day job. But um, I've I'm lucky enough to have other skills, so I'm I might as well pursue those. But yeah, this thanks for listening. This is take one is Justin Barnett. And um, if you listen this far, I just wanted to find this podcast. This isn't an education. This isn't an entertaining podcast. This is more for serious, serious thought. And um, I'm not an entertainer. I'm not going to make a fool of myself just to make you smile. Um, if you want to have intelligent conversations, I'll try to make you laugh along the way. But um, I'm. I, I learned this through this. I'm. I, I'm. I don't. I don't like Instagram. It, it's really for. Kid, people on there are kind of kids. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, 
and a lot of people are going to be mad that I jabbed at them. But, you know, if you want to have serious conversations, you want to make real change, then thanks for listening to Take One. And, you know, drop me a DM on Instagram, Justin Barnett, J-U-S-T-I-N-B-A-R-N-E-T-T underscore underscore. And um, love to talk to you and love to hear your story and just, you know, chit chat. So, yeah, thanks for listening and uh, peace.